This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Why is it that Western Mission has often inflicted more harm than good on the global church? Is there a better way forward? Keep listening to learn more about Mekdis Hadis' new book, A Just Mission, Laying Down Power and Embracing Mutuality. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is the Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm 90. A prayer of Moses, the man of God. O Lord, you have been our protector through all generations. Even before the mountains came into existence, or you brought the world into being, you were the eternal God. You make mankind return to the dust, and say, Return, O people. Yes, in your eyes, a thousand years are like yesterday that quickly passes, or like one of the divisions of the nighttime. You bring their lives to an end, and they fall asleep. In the morning, they are like the grass that sprouts up. In the morning, it glistens and sprouts up. At evening time, it withers and dries up. Yes, we are consumed by your anger. We are terrified by your wrath. You are aware of our sins. You even know about our hidden sins. Yes, throughout all of our days, we experience your raging fury. The years of our lives pass quickly, like a sigh. The days of our lives added up to 70 years, or 80, if one is especially strong. But even one's best years are marred by trouble and oppression. Yes, they pass quickly, and we fly away. Who can really fathom the intensity of your anger? Your raging fury causes people to fear you. So teach us to consider our mortality so that we might live wisely. Turn back towards us, O Lord. How long must this suffering last? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loyal love. Then we will shout for joy and be happy all our days. Make us happy in proportion to the days you have afflicted us, in proportion to the years we have experienced trouble. May your servants see your work. May their sons see your majesty. May our sovereign God extend his favor to us. Make our endeavors successful. Yes, make them successful. Proverbs 26. Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering bird or like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause does not come to rest. 
a whip for the horse, and a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the backs of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you yourself also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own opinion, like cutting off the feet or drinking violence. So is sending a message by the hand of a fool, like legs dangle uselessly from the lame. So a proverb dangles in the mouth of fools, like tying a stone in a sling, so is giving honor to a fool. Like a thorn has gone up into the hand of a drunkard, so a proverb has gone up in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random, so is the one who hires a fool or hires any passerby. Like a dog that returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. You have seen a man wise in his own opinion. There is more hope for a fool than for him. The sluggard has said, there is a lion in the road, a lion in the streets. Like a door that turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. The sluggard has plunged his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own opinion than seven people who respond with good sense. Like one who grabs a wild dog by the ears, so is the person passing by who becomes furious over a quarrel not his own. Like a madman who shoots firebrands and deadly arrows, so is a person who has deceived his neighbor and said, was I not only joking? Where there is no wood, a fire goes out, and where there is no gossip, contention ceases. Like charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious person to kindle strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels, and they have gone down into a person's innermost being. Like a coating of glaze over earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. The one who hates others disguises it with his lips, but he stores up deceit within him. When he speaks graciously, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations within him. Though his hatred may be concealed by deceit, his evil will be uncovered in the assembly. The one who digs a pit will fall into it. The one who rolls a stone, it will come back on him. A lying tongue hates those crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Isaiah chapter 66. This is what the Lord says. The heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is the house you will build for me? Where is the place where I will rest? My hand made them. That is how they came to be, says the Lord. I show special favor to the humble and contrite who respect what I have to say. The one who slaughters a bull also strikes down a man. The one who sacrifices a lamb also breaks a dog's neck. The one who presents an offering includes pig's blood with it. The one who offers incense also praises an idol. They have decided to behave this way. They enjoy these disgusting practices, so I will choose severe punishment for them. I will bring on them what they dread. Because I called and no one responded, I spoke and they did not listen. They did evil before me. They chose to do what displeases me. Listen to the Lord's message. You who respect his word, your countrymen who hate you and exclude you, supposedly for the sake of my name, say, may the Lord be glorified, then we will witness your joy. But they will be put to shame. The sound of battle comes from the city. The sound comes from the temple. It is the sound of the Lord paying back his enemies. Before she goes into labor, she gives birth. Before her contractions begin, she delivers a boy. Who has ever heard of such a thing? Who has ever seen this? Can a country be brought forth in one day? Can a nation be born in a single moment? Yet as soon as Zion goes into labor, she gives birth to sons. Do I bring a baby to the birth opening and then not deliver it? Ask the Lord. Or do I bring a baby to the point of delivery and then hold it back? Ask your God. Be happy for Jerusalem and rejoice with her. 
all you who love her. Share in her great joy, all you who have mourned over her. For you will nurse from her satisfying breast and be nourished. You will feed with joy from her milk-filled breast. For this is what the Lord says, Look, I am ready to extend to her prosperity that will flow like a river. The riches of nations will flow into her like a stream that floods into banks. You will nurse from her breast and be carried at her side. You will play on her knees. As a mother consoles a child, so I will console you. And you will be consoled over Jerusalem. When you see this, you will be happy and you will be revived. The Lord will reveal his power to his servants and his anger to his enemies. For look, the Lord comes with fire. His chariots come with a windstorm to reveal his raging anger, his battle cry, his flaming arrows. For the Lord judges all humanity with fire and his sword. The Lord will kill many. As for those who consecrate and ritually purify themselves so they can follow their leader and worship in the sacred orchards, those who eat the flesh of pigs and other disgusting creatures, like mice, they will all be destroyed together, says the Lord. I hate their deeds and thoughts, so I am coming to gather all the nations and ethnic groups. They will come and witness my splendor. I will perform a mighty act among them and then send some of those who remain to the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, Lud, known for its archers, Tubal, Javon, and to the distant coastlands that have not heard about me or seen my splendor. They will tell the nations of my splendor. They will bring back all your countrymen from all the nations as an offering to the Lord. They will bring them on horses, in chariots, in wagons, on mules, and on camels to my holy hill Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the Israelites bring offerings to the Lord's temple in ritually pure containers, and I will choose some of them as priests and Levites, says the Lord. For just as the new heavens and the new earth I'm about to make will remain standing before me, says the Lord. So your descendants and your name will remain from one month to the next and from one Sabbath to the next. All people will come to worship me, says the Lord. They will go out and observe the corpses of those who rebelled against me. For the maggots that eat them will not die and the fire that consumes them will not die out. All people will find the sight abhorrent. New Testament reading, 2 Peter, chapter 2 through chapter 3. Chapter 2, The False Teacher's Ungodly Lifestyle. But false prophets arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. These false teachers will infiltrate your midst with destructive heresies, even to the point of denying the master who bought them. As a result, they will bring swift destruction on themselves, and many will follow their debauched lifestyles. Because of these false teachers, the way of truth will be slandered, and in their greed, they will exploit you with deceptive words. Their condemnation pronounced long ago is not sitting idly by. Their destruction is not asleep. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but threw them into hell and locked them up in chains, in utter darkness, to be kept until the judgment. And if he did not spare the ancient world, but did protect Noah, a herald of righteousness, along with seven others, when God brought a flood on an ungodly world. And if he turned to ashes the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, when he condemned them to destruction, having appointed them to serve as an example to future generations of the ungodly. And if he rescued Lot, a righteous man in anguish over the debauched life 
lifestyle of lawless men. For while he lived among them day after day, that righteous man was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from their trials and to reserve the unrighteous for punishment at the day of judgment, especially those who indulge their fleshly desires and who despise authority. Brazen and insolent, they are not afraid to insult the glorious ones. Yet even angels, who are much more powerful, do not bring a slanderous judgment against them in the presence of the Lord. These men, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, do not understand whom they are insulting, and consequently, in their destruction, they will be destroyed suffering harm as the wages for their harmful ways. By considering it a pleasure to carouse in broad daylight, they are stains and blemishes, indulging in their deceitful pleasures when they feast together with you. Their eyes, full of adultery, never stop sinning. They entice unstable people. They have trained their hearts for greed, these cursed children. By forsaking the right path, they have gone astray, because they follow the way of Balaam, son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, yet was rebuked for his own transgression. A dumb donkey, speaking with a human voice, restrained the prophet's madness. These men are waterless springs and mists driven by a storm, for whom the utter depths of darkness have been reserved. For by speaking high-sounding but empty words, they are able to entice with fleshly desires and debauchery people who have just escaped from those who reside in error. Although these false teachers promise such people freedom, they themselves are enslaved to immorality. For whatever a person succumbs to, to that he is enslaved. For if after they have escaped the filthy things of the world through the rich knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they again get entangled in them and succumb to them, their last state has become worse for them than their first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than, having known it, to turn back from the holy commandment that had been delivered to them. They are illustrations of this true proverb, a dog returns to its own vomit, and a sow, after washing herself, wallows in the mire. Chapter 3. The False Teacher's Denial of the Lord's Return Dear friends, this is already the second letter I have written you in which I am trying to stir up your pure mind by way of reminder. I want you to recall both the predictions foretold by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Above all, understand this. In the last days, blatant scoffers will come, being propelled by their own evil urges and saying, Where is his promised return? For ever since our ancestors died, all things have continued as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately suppress this fact that by the word of God heavens existed long ago, and an earth was formed out of water and by means of water. Through these things the world existing at that time was destroyed, when it was deluged with water. But by the same word the present heavens and earth have been reserved for fire, by being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Now, dear friends, do not let this one thing escape your notice, that a single day is like a thousand years with the Lord, and a thousand years are like a single day. The Lord is not slow concerning his promise, as some regard slowness, but is being patient toward you, because he does not wish for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, 
When it comes, the heavens will disappear with a horrific noise, and the celestial bodies will melt away in a blaze, and the earth and every deed done on it will be laid bare. Since all these things are to melt away in this manner, what sort of people must you be, conducting your lives in holiness and godliness, while waiting for the hastening, the coming of the day of God? Because of this day, the heavens will be burned up and dissolved, and the celestial bodies will melt away in a blaze. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness truly resides. Exhortation to the Faithful Therefore, dear friends, since you are waiting for these things, strive to be found at peace, without spot or blemish, when you come into his presence. And regard the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as also our dear brother Paul wrote to you, according to the wisdom given to him. Speaking of these things in all his letters, some things in these letters are hard to understand, things the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they also do to the rest of the scriptures. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard that you do not get led astray by the error of these unprincipled men and fall from your firm grasp on the truth. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the honor both now and on that eternal day. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for today. We thank you for another opportunity to get in your word. And God, we are struck by so many things that we listen to through these texts today, O oh God. God, we are sobered and reminded, O oh Lord, of your righteous and holy standard. We are grateful, God, eternally grateful for the Lord Jesus Christ, fulfilling all that we could not fulfill. We thank you, Lord, for this, O oh God. And we are reminded as your people, we represent you, O oh God. And so we pray right now that the more and more each and every day, O oh God, we would love you more through obedience, that the taste or the attraction or the yearning for that which does not please you would die, O oh God. We pray, O oh Lord, that we would run after and desire, O oh God, things that do please you, O oh Lord. Grant us the mind of Christ that we might be able to discern, O oh Lord. And God, right now, we are indeed sobered. Lord, by the reality that you are a God who is patient and long-suffering and compassionate, but you are righteous and just. And, O oh God, you have the authority and the power as the thrice holy God to punish sin, to punish sin, O oh God. And so we are reminded of this, of just how egregious, how revolting, how wicked sin really is. And God, we can't fully get it the way that you can get it because you are truly, truly holy, oh God. And yet, as we become more like Jesus, we find ourselves pushing away, leaning away, no longer running after that which does not please you, oh God. We do not want to be foolish people. We want to be wise people. So we pray, oh God, that you would help us to be snatched from our foolish ways, our foolish desires, our foolish words, oh God. And instead, would you grant to us by your spirit words of wisdom, thoughts of wisdom, actions of wisdom, oh God, that we might live in a way that pleases you. You are worthy of our obedience. You are worthy of our praise. And we pray, oh God, that you would make us wise people, oh Lord. And we pray that you would make us discerning that we ourselves would not be false teachers and nor would we have itching ears that are attracted to false teachers, oh God. Help us to be able to discern and to crave and to long for the truth, the truth of your word, oh God. Grant us wisdom to be able to discern 
We recognize we can't do this in our own strength. We recognize it is so deeply tempting for us to take your word, O God, to use it to win a battle, to win an argument, O God. It is so tempting for us to try to use the thrice holy God for our agenda like a fool. God, forgive us for when we do that. Help us to be about your agenda. Help us, O Lord, to live in a way in which we surrender ourselves to you, where you order our steps, O God, and you guide our path, and where we entrust ourselves to you that we may not be foolish in how we act or live, O God. We thank you for the wisdom that you grant to us for the sake of Christ, and we thank you for the outpouring of the Spirit, which is making us wise as you sanctify us. God, we know that we need this wisdom from on high to be able to discern the times, to be able to discern if someone is a false teacher, to be able to check ourselves about our own ideas or the ways in which we're tempted to manipulate your word, O God. Grant your people wisdom and greater and greater love, O God. Love for you, love for ourselves, love for our neighbor, and even love for our enemies. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen and amen. Why do American Christians travel overseas to reach people in distant lands but neglect ministering to people who immigrate from those lands to their home communities? And why does Western Missions funding depend on narratives that marginalize indigenous leadership? In a just mission, Mekdes Hadis, an Ethiopian now living in the United States, provides a post-colonial critique of Western Mission, upending the white savior complex and arguing for a more globally just approach. She examines evangelical mission from the perspective of the receiver, highlighting areas of weaknesses and naming injustices. Discover what it means to pursue a just mission in our world today. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.